you've tuned in to the Really Anxious Podcast, where we're actually pretty terrified to be here right now. We're feeling uh, very anxious. I'm I'm sweaty, <laughs> personally. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about social anxiety here today. I'm your host. Uh, scared of people, Pete, and I'm here with a, a very special guest. Am I special? You are. You are. <laughs> you are All a special right, I guest. Appreciate that. On the socially anxious podcast, you are. Do you have a alliterative socially anxiety related name? Oh, geez. Putting me on the spot. Uh, no, just Mikey yeah. Medeiros, right? I mean, <laughs> doesn't get more anxious than that. You could be like Nervous Ned, uh, Sweaty Steve, anything like that would have been fine. But you're not. You're uh, not any of those things. And uh, and you're not even that nervous because this is just a chill environment for a chill podcast that we call the Photography Friends Podcast. And I'm your host, your photographer, Jared Poirier, and I'm here with another excellent photographer (laughs) that I can truly vouch for because uh, I've shot photos with this guy. I've shot professional video with this guy. Our wonderful guest, who is, of course, Mikey Medeiros. I I didn't forget my name. I didn't forget it. No. (laughs) Sorry. Mikey Medeiros, uh, not Steve Medeiros, by the way, who is another uh, great photographer shout out steve medeiros yeah we're we're not related by the way shout out as far as we know as far as we know yeah we'll get into that we'll get into that later Later, i guess if you want to i don't know anyway shout out to steve he's been on the show so i'm collecting all the medeiros uh photographers that are out there so uh if your name's medeiros and you're a photographer then then you're welcome on the show and uh that intro was fake as it always is, if you guys have uh, listened to the podcast, you know that we do fake intros before we do real intros. But we are going to talk about uh, social anxiety today and how that relates to photography, uh, something that both of us have faced, both of us have struggled. Probably everybody in uh, in the world has uh, has struggled with at, uh, at some point or another. Um, before we get into that, though, we have to thank our sponsor which is of course cloudspot <laughs> i don't know why i, expect I use cloudspot do you yeah wow there you go just getting into it guy uses cloudspot he can vouch for it too i use cloudspot he uses cloudspot probably steve medeiros might use cloudspot sometimes if you're a medeiros and you're a photographer i'm sure you use cloudspot. you've got to be using yeah. that cloudspot and uh yeah it's just it's the easiest way for photographers to deliver and sell photos online guys you know you got all those perks all those features beautiful galleries uh easy downloads it's just so much better than sending that uh what do people use we transfer or whatever i don't know i can't i can't i can't do that to my clients you guys i gotta get i gotta send them those nice cloud spot galleries uh you know it saves you time and impresses your clients and uh the best part is you as a listener to this podcast, even if you only listen to it once, even if you only listen to five seconds of this podcast, uh, all you got to do is click the link down below and you'll get uh, 50% off. How does that sound? Sounds Mikey? pretty sweet to me. Yeah. Sounds uh, pretty freaking awesome. So, all right, let's talk about the actual uh, topic of this podcast. Why, why we're here today in the studio. We got these lights on us. Uh, you know, we're, we're feeling good. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, social anxiety, kind of how it relates to photography. Uh, for me personally, like, I find that photography is something that really 
uh, requires you to get out of your shell. In a lot of ways, it requires you to be like pretty extroverted, I think. Um, you know, stop me if you think that some of these things are untrue. Uh, I would say it involves, you know, a lot of you kind of need a lot of confidence in order to do it and there is like a risk-taking element as well and I think that like all of those things might play into like how someone might feel a sense of like anxiety going into a photo shoot or even negotiating a photo shoot right yeah no I, I think it's just uh it's really tough especially for new photographers starting out I mean I've kind of dabbled in photography now since maybe a little over a year now and even even now it's it can be frightening when you're walking down the street, even uh, taking taking shots. You always have that perception that everyone is all eyes on you, kind of thing, and mm-hmm. kind of looking at you and wondering what you're doing with the camera. Are you taking their photos? Are you maybe taking a photo of something that I don't know? Someone else should um, probably pay attention to those types of things. That and also even kind of ties into. Um, uh, imposter syndrome, which shout out to West NJ. I know uh, he, he touched on that uh, on your podcast, but um, it even kind of plays into your mind. Like, am I doing enough as a photographer? Do I know what I'm doing? Maybe that person who's watching me is actually a photographer and maybe they notice that, I don't know, uh, my, my, my settings are off as they're walking by me looking at my camera. Maybe I don't have the right gear. All those different things kind of play into your head um, mm-hmm. on the street side of uh, of uh, photography, but um, and then there's also the uh, event side of things too, right? So I've been you know shooting some more gigs recently, um, doing some events, doing some weddings, birthdays, uh, graduations. <clears throat> um, I found that even like going into my wedding shoots, uh, was, which was just a few months ago. Um, I had the most amount of anxiety. Like you have no idea, Jared. Going into there, I don't know anybody. I don't even know the the people getting married. Um, it's very frightening. I mean, yeah. you know, you walk in and then everyone just kind of starts to look at you and you, you kind of think like, you know, am I good enough to, to kind of be here or um, am I the right person for this job kind of thing? That's, that's some of those things kind of just play and creep in your head, but yeah. Um, yeah. It sounds like you're getting in into your head a little bit and kind of cre- like, I don't know, trying to figure out what like other people are <laughs> thinking and yeah, it, that, that can, that can definitely be a thing, man. And then that once that, like that type of, once the, those gears get turning in your head, then they start coming up with other problems, other things that are scaring you, you know, and then your your brain is just like not in the moment. Can't even focus on the shoot at that point. Yeah, right? you're thinking it's, about, it's did tough. I leave the stove off? Shit, dude, did I leave my stove on? Did I lock my door? You know, <laughs> you're thinking about that shit when you need to really be uh, focused on the moment. And, you know, like I, I've obviously felt that before. It's It's probably the most common thing, especially when you're just starting out and maybe you don't feel confident, like you even know a hundred percent what you're doing. Right. But I still feel that way on, on a lot of shoots. I kind of like feeling that way that I don't Do know a hundred percent what I'm doing. Yeah. That's how, you know, you're like trying hard and doing something interesting. If you're not Do you like, at least yeah. prepare for the shoot and then does that kind of make your anxiety go away? For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So maybe that's like the first point that we can touch on. Right. Is like, preparing for the shoot, uh, setting yourself up for success in that way that when you actually get there, um, you're going to be able to 
chill out, you're going to be able to live in the moment. There's a lot of things that you can do even before you get there, like even before you take one single photo, even before you turn your camera on, right? Like negotiating with the client, setting that expectation, you can kind of go through the shoot. If it's like an event, uh, especially important, maybe even a wedding, whatever, birthday party, you can say, you know, what's going what's gonna to be the structure of the event, what's happening when, these types of things can can really help you out a lot, you know? Yeah, I know that that's a good point. And I think even just my last gig I did, which was a, a two-year-old birthday, that's where I think I kind of failed in a sense of not preparing and maybe even asking for, let's say, an agenda. Because uh, yeah. when I get to the shoot, like I, I mean, obviously in my head, I have a checklist of what I want to get and different types of shots I want to get. Um, and like even I should have asked beforehand, so that's on me. But even at the shoot, I even asked like, Hey, like, I feel like the best shot for any birthday is, you know, a shot of the kid blowing the, the candles, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's the money shot. Yeah. Um, so I even asked like, Hey, what time is this? What time exactly is this going to be happening? Just so I can at least prepare yeah. myself, prepare uh, my settings, uh, make sure I'm in the right spot for the, for the, for the shot. Um, so, last Sunday, um, you know, I asked, I asked them and, and, and they said, Oh, about five 30. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so I'm getting ready for, Oh, sorry. They said six o'clock. Um, so I'm getting ready for six o'clock and then five 30 hits. Um, all of a sudden nobody says a word to me. I see them starting to light the candles mm. and I'm like, Oh shoot. Like, what do I like? You know what I mean? And it's a really tight spot with a lot of people. So I was like panicking. So I just had to like rush and run through everybody, which typically <laughs> you're, I you're wouldn't. You're pushing kids over. <laughs> <laughs> Elbowing them. <laughs> Luckily, the side I was I was running on was, was all the adults. Um, yeah. <laughs> but nobody was hurt, thankfully. Um, but then, yeah. And then it was just like that fear and anxiety of like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to miss a shot. I'm going to miss a shot. Luckily, <laughs> I got the, the shot, but... The unfortunate part is um, it wasn't as crisp as I would have liked it to, to come out. It wasn't the angle yeah. I would have liked it to be. It wasn't the proper settings I wanted it to be. So now, you know, I feel bad giving that to the client. Yeah, true. Um, and that is the thing, right? At the end of the day, like that's what we're talking about um, is, you know, as photographers, we always want to deliver the best possible thing. And we even get in our own heads, I think, quite a bit like about, man, I could have done that a little bit better. Like if the lighting was a little bit this way, like it all just it doesn't come from a place like, you know, to speaking for me personally maybe some people it does come from this place but for me it doesn't come from a place of like oh i need to be the boss of this thing or i need to like dominate yeah, this no, thing totally. like it's more about and like you've worked on shoots with me before right hopefully i wasn't a dick um <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like the sky, that afterwards, sky yeah. axe all nice on the podcast try try actually working a gig with them but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's not about me like dominating the thing and being like the yeah. big swinging dick in the room it's more let's more about the quality of what I'm putting out and you know right. these things of I I need you know a base level of like recognition of what I'm doing and yeah just like the respect of someone saying yo we need to get these shots yeah like let's make sure that the photographer can do his job and there's quite a bit that you can do you know on the client side just like talking to the client um preparing them for that say you know saying listen i like to plan a few things out maybe we can get a little bit of a timetable right. in advance right. realizing that none of that shit on the day is is gonna be real I mean, but no yeah. you're right but yeah. at the very least i would have at least liked to be like hey we're, we're about to blow the candles 
just a heads up kind of thing. And For but sure. again, maybe that's on me too. Maybe I should have at least said, hey, you know, if, if your timing's changing, let me know. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's not even just that. Um, like again, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on that same event just because it was the most recent yeah, and it's the most it's fresh, fresh in my in head. head. Yeah. Um, but. Again, going into that space, I don't know. I don't know anybody in that space. Uh, there's 30 plus people. Some of yeah. them are kids. A lot of them are adults as well. Um, I just, you know, it just feel weird walking into that room, right? Um, but thankfully, uh, and even um, there, there's some times where, um, you know, maybe you can bring in a guest, right? And, and for me, that's how I find ways to kind of cope with that anxiety. So for instance, my girlfriend, shout out my girlfriend, Cola, uh, she, uh, she was with me at that shoot and luckily she knew a couple of people, but, uh, she was kind of giving me tips and pointers of like, you know, maybe you should kind of do this or maybe you should do that. Um, but then also like being the photographer, um, and you, you're, you're like an hour into your two hour gig and you don't have the proper shots that you really wanted to get. At that point, like the client has now paid, yeah, um, and uh, they're expecting certain shots. At that point, like I kind of have to get out of my bubble, my social bubble, yeah, uh, and start talking to people a little bit more. Um, so, for instance, I'll go up to a group and be like, "Hey, like, can I just grab your shot?" Kind of thing. Uh, it'd be really great for the client or for, <clears throat> in, the, in this case, the uh, the mother of uh, the person having the baby yeah. or having the birthday. Sorry. Um, so, that's kind of what's been helping with me for birthdays, for even weddings. Um, same, same type of thing. Uh, the wedding I had shot back in September, um, you know, again, walking into it, not knowing anybody. As soon as I walk into the room, everyone's just staring at me. Like, who's, <laughs> who's this guy? Is, is he on the, is he on the bride side? Yeah. Is he on the, on the, yeah. on the groom side? Um, you gotta have um, that, uh, the cam, the camera sling. If you have that right with the two, the, exactly. The yeah. Leather, Thing. you just got to look yeah. the part really yeah. look the part and just be social just just start talking to people right and then they'll start to open up a bit more maybe they'll have questions about uh you know your experience um maybe it, maybe it'll even open up doors for shoots down the road right true yeah 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 like i know you're, you're big on that too even when we shot uh last time uh you know just talking to other people that's mm -hmm. kind of how you get your clients um you know yeah definitely it can be an opportunity if you're yeah when you're in a space and you're shooting and you're doing an event or whatever you can you can score uh more gigs off of that um yeah that just like what you were talking about though uh did remind me like of uh a specific gig that i was doing recently i did a series of uh concerts yep. uh lemon entertainment was like the promoter that uh put it on and it was uh it was a great experience um and just kind of one of the things, though, that did happen is that throughout the whole series, I definitely prioritized like shooting the bands, right? And making sure like I got to get good band shots. I was getting some video and stuff like that, too. So my priority was definitely in that thing of like, get the bands, get the bands, get the bands. Come to realize that later on in the series, I hardly have any shots of the crowd or anything like that. And then my, like I'm saying, those gears started turning, right? And it's like, oh, well, what if you go to people and you're like, hey, can I take a shot of you guys? And they'll, they'll be like weird about it, which does happen sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. But in this particular situation, it's, it's a freaking party, man. People are there to see bands. They're there to hang out. They're drinking, let's be honest. They're no, drinking. no, you're right. Like, you're right. And every single, without, I can tell you, without one single exception, every person who I asked 
totally was cool fucking pumped yeah, that's to right. have their photo taken. And I was like, why did I get in my own head about this? Why did I do no, that? No, you're so yeah. right. And, and, yeah. and for me too, like I'm, I'm in my own head as well yeah. in that moment. And, you know, sometimes I'm worried to talk to somebody because yeah, you're right. They'll, they'll just be like, no, I don't want my photo. But even, even if they do say that, so what? Then right? who cares? Move on yeah. to the next person. Yeah, it's not so, a big deal. Yeah. At least you ask permission, right? Like at the very least. So, um, yeah, screw it. Yeah, pretty much, man. Talk to people, yeah. Yeah, uh, in terms of the actual uh, process, though, going back to that, like, do you have, like, a checklist or anything like that that you use, like, to when you're packing up gear, when you first get to the gig, like, kind of a process or, like, an order of how you do shit even? Yeah, I mean, I have a mental checklist of yeah. the, the gear I want to bring in, yeah. but even for the do actual... Do you ever forget shit? So far... N- no, I I think actually the opposite. I bring too much, yeah. and I just don't use it all, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I bring in four different lens, uh, two different <laughs> bodies. Yeah, two it, bodies. Just but I case. end up just using one body, one one uh, one lens, and pretty much it. Like yeah, nothing but, crazy. So you don't actually like write it down, but you do have like a checklist in your head of you know what do I need to bring, how I'm gonna pack it. That's and, right. Uh, and then I also have there. like a list yeah. of, of different shot ideas I want to mm-hmm, get. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously for the wedding, it's like the first kiss, cutting of the cake, yeah. walking down the aisle, yeah, that, that totally. first dance, that type of thing, right? Yeah. Um, but for depending on what you're shooting, especially weddings, there's just so many different things you do need to knock off, which I would definitely suggest writing that down because in the moment, uh, you're going to start to sweat. Just yeah. trying to figure out what you want to do. Uh, in the moment, it's just nice to kind of look back at your phone, be like, "Oh, right, right, I'm done. Did that, did that, did that. Okay, now, now I need to do the first kiss." Yeah, um, for sure, that kind of thing. Yeah, I find too, like the, doing that much planning can really help you because there's always going to be something unexpected that happens. Like, let's just be honest. You can try to control every little thing, even if it is like a studio shoot, bro, and you're literally yeah. like, "This person's coming at this time. We've got these lights, this backdrop." there's still going to be some unexpected thing that's that's going to happen, right? Like, and I plan every little single part of this podcast, you know, when we're going to get there, the what lights we're going to use, blah, blah, blah. And still, like I was telling you earlier, if you don't have your phone on airplane mode, then it starts like picking up uh, like weird signals and totally, like put yeah. static on the podcast. It's never what you expect, though. It's always like something out of left field. But at least if you have those like baseline things, like, you know, that all of that is on lock, right? Like, I know that I have an extra battery. I've got memory cards up the wazoo. Yeah. So a lot of different shit could go wrong. But yeah. and, and I feel like the more anxious you are, the more prepared you are going to be in that sense. Because True. that's just one <laughs> thing you don't want to, to go wrong is just forgetting those shots, forgetting yeah. that piece of gear. Um, so, yeah, I think that's just part of it. Yeah. Um, but, like, one way I deal with um, uh, social anxiety when it comes to photography uh, and someone had told me, um, you know, whatever makes you anxious, doesn't matter what it is, could be photography, could be life, doesn't even matter. Whatever makes you anxious, just literally face it head on. True. Um, yeah. Because then you're going to start to trick your brain. You know, it's not actually anxious. Like, it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be, Unless it's right? bear fighting, then maybe don't. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously there's certain exceptions <laughs> to the rule, right? But, like, for instance, like, this is not photography specific, but yeah. more just kind of using his analogy. Like, if... If someone is terrified of driving on the highway at high speeds, true, yeah, um, you know that's not necessarily something to be anxious about. Like, obviously, yeah, you don't want to be driving high speeds when it's like a blizzard or something. Mm-hmm. But 
um, in order for you to trick your mind into feeling like that's okay and you're able to do it, is just to repeat the process and just do it again and again. Very good point, man. And once you do that, yeah. you're, like I said, you're going to trick your brain. You're going to feel like it's cool. Like, oh, nothing to worry about. Like, what was I worrying about? Right. And even if the thing does happen, like you were saying, uh, even if you do say, hey, can I like take a photo of you? And someone's like, no. Okay, then cool. it, Then at least you face that thing and you've realized like, oh, I really blew that up in my head a lot. You know right? what? That, that actually reminds me back in my, back in my university days. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I got, I've got was, my uh, University of Toronto hoodie over here. It yeah. says 2014 on the fucking thing, man. So I went to, Ry- <laughs> I went to Ryerson University, uh, yeah. graduated in 2015. Yeah. Um, but when I was in Ryerson University... It's called Toronto Metropolitan University. T- terrible don't, name. Don't, don't terrible get me started name. with that. Yeah, let's let's let, now. I got to change my diploma. Do I get a new diploma? Like, I don't know, bro. Anyways. and you get to pick whatever uh, whatever you want on. You're a paleontologist. So. <laughs> PhD in paleontology. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I always wanted to be a paleontologist. Yeah, um, that's awesome. No, so <laughs> back back to my point. Back in university, yeah. um, I was kind of getting to the point where I was trying to figure out myself what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Do I want to kind of dabble in like the entrepreneurship business side? Yeah. But I was always af- afraid of rejection, fear, fear of hearing no from people, yeah. right? So one of the things I did, and I can't remember how I came to this, but I, can't, I, I had this challenge I wanted to do. And that challenge was to get rejected. Mm. So literally I would have a uh, thing where every day I would go up to random people. Uh, I would record myself. Mm. And I would purpose purposefully look for someone to reject me and say no. Wow. So, and, and again, the whole idea of that is you do it for 30 days and you kind of get, just get numb to no's. And then mm. eventually you'll be surprised at the yeses you get. Yeah, true. Um, so for instance, I remember there was- I think w- my buddy told me a very similar thing except for yeah. picking up girls. <laughs> no, it had, it had nothing to do with picking up girls. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I guess that could work, right? Yeah. Um, but no, so- what I had did was like one of the things, for example, was going up to um, a random store at the mall and, uh, you know, asking them if I could be the mannequin Yeah. in, in the front. Yeah. And they just kind of look at me really weird. Usually they get pretty good reactions. Yeah. Like, oh, like, ha, 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 ha. Like, that's silly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then there was there was this t- one time I got a really crazy, well, not, it's not a crazy reaction, yeah. but it was not what I was expecting. Uh, I was in a food court at the uh, Eaton Center. Yeah. Um, and I had asked somebody sitting down at the food court who was having her her lunch. I asked her if, "Hey, could you I could I have, I a, have bite? a bite?" Oh man, that's funny. And she looked at me like like she was like like she was gonna get murdered or something. Like she was not happy yeah, with yeah, it. She was yeah, not yeah, cool yeah. with it. So I was yeah. just like, Oops. "Ooh, all right, I'm just gonna <laughs> walk away awkwardly." Um, but no, again, like I I was able to kind of like, Oh, I mean, yeah, it sucked, but it wasn't that bad. Right. Um, even like in another, probably mentioned one more, uh, I went up to, Hey man, it's a lot. It could be a long podcast. I don't care. We got lots of time. It's a podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) one time I went up to, uh, McDonald's and I had a burger and then I was done that burger. And then I went back to, uh, the person behind the cash register and I asked him, Hey, can I get a burger refill? (laughs) <laughs> yeah it would have been nice if i got the burger but obviously they said no and i was just like eh, okay i'll move on i was i was expecting the no and that's yeah. the whole purpose of that exercise so again back to photography how it relates to photography if one of the things that i want to really do and i've had this chat with uh west gen jay 
I want to do more street portraits of people, mm, yeah. just going up to people and asking them, "Hey, can I take your street shot?" That's cool, man. And again, if I if they say no, that's fine. You just move on. And again, I just want to feel numb to that yeah, no. So yeah. I, I encourage the no, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I know West NJ, same thing, has been doing the same thing. And like I was, uh, uh, you know, wa- um, a photo shoot with him, just walking the streets of Kensington Market, and you know he went up to somebody, asked them for their street portrait and they're like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Like no problem. So I, I'm definitely looking at trying to dabbling into that and kind of releasing that social anxiety I have streets, yeah. street wise. Yeah. Street is a street is a tough one, man. Cause at least with events, like people are kind of opted expecting in. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And there Street's might even different. be some signs around that say like, this is a photo photographed event or whatever. So you might be photographed or exactly. whatever. I'm going to get a shirt that says that. Like if you're in the vicinity, that'd be a pretty <laughs> funny shirt, right? Yeah. yeah maybe, no, I, now, maybe that'll be merch for the podcast. I would something. buy it. Yeah. Hey, there you go. And they would say like, you know, if you're within two meters of this person, you may be photographed or videoed. I don't know. Or maybe I'll end up in jail if I do. I'm not sure. <laughs> But that's just, some, just don't go in near any playground. That'll help me sure. with yeah, <laughs> that'll help me with my anxiety around yeah, going to jail. For so, sure. Yeah. There you go. But uh, one thing that's helped me personally, man, like I just want to say from my like personal example, that's cool that you had um, some like personal examples, and it is pretty interesting that you like challenge yourself in that specific way. Um, one thing that has been big for me is like doing this type of stuff, doing podcasts, doing YouTube. You know, I started out in terms of like making content. Uh, started out on YouTube, um, just doing it for fun, doing it because I liked it, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, and doing like podcasts, doing uh, Instagram reels, even like guesting on other people's podcasts and that. I find that that has really helped me like to get out of my shell and like have to like even when they're even when you're not getting anything from another person because that makes it easier, right? Like it always does, yeah. Yeah, being able to bounce off of somebody. Being able to hone that skill of like literally talking to a wall and still being like, well, you're talking to the camera, I guess, but there's a wall anyways. <laughs> being able to be like, yeah, hey, what's up? How's it going? And kind of be like boisterous even when there's see, no reason. See, yeah. you're, you're really good at that. Like when we did our shoot a um, couple months back, I was amazed. The uh, St. Andrews? That's, yeah, yeah I, was, I was kind of envious in a way, yeah. but I was also kind of studying you, how, how mm. you kind of held yourself. I was, yeah, I mean, like, that's something I want to kind of do too, is just kind of be, like, I feel like I'm an outgoing person, mm-hmm. especially if you get to know me, but, and that's those settings where you don't know those people, I, I'm not sure how you do it, but you do it pretty well. Uh, you're pretty out there, outgoing, yeah. and that's always easy for your clients or the people that you're shooting is just kind of feel that energy. And you're, and you're approachable and exactly. they're not afraid to talk to you and shit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, that's been one one way that I've accomplished that for sure. And like, I'm not perfect at it, man. I still get in my own head about shit sometimes. But yeah, one way I've accomplished that is definitely doing content. And then I have to like listen back to it and be like, okay, like you should you should present yourself a little bit better this way, or you could, you could say this thing a little bit less, or, you know, you could just, it, you kind of refine the way that you're talking. If I think like through, through doing content and things like that, and it's good for your business and you meet people, man. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know Jay. I wouldn't know like 
so many so many people who have uh been on the show like that i just met randomly because i have a podcast right and that's it's pretty that's, sweet gig, yeah, yeah i you know i would do it for for that reason uh for that reason alone but yeah it is really good for um for developing your skills of like being out out of your shell being kind of more extroverted and stuff like that bartending i would say bartending helps me with that as well like if i, I had to come up with another thing that helps uh bartending and and that and uh yeah, I don't know. Just like like you're saying, kind of throw yourself in the deep end. Like that's been really like in a weird way my approach to like life in general in right, in right. the whole thing. Like the reason like the way that I even came to Toronto in the first place, like I literally just moved here when I was 17. I was just like I'm fucking moving to Toronto. I lived <laughs> in a small town with like 40,000 people out in oh, Timmins. Yeah. Shout out shout out Timmins. Shout out every one of you Timmins people. <laughs> Drinking, uh, drinking Coors Light and fucking, um, what's it? Alexander Keith's back in, uh, back in Timmins, you know, like I didn't really have a plan of, oh, I'm going to get to Toronto and I'm going to do this. And I have these connections. No, it was like, I'll fucking go there. I'll figure it out, man. And that's, yeah, that's how I approach uh, a lot of stuff. Like, again, the thing that you start like working on in your head and that is usually like a lot worse yeah. exactly the, the more yeah. you let it sit in your head the, the worse it's just gonna get and mm-hmm. totally at the, at the end of the day or at the end of the shoot you're not gonna get the shots that you need right yeah. like you just need to kind of get out of that bubble yeah. get out of that headspace and you, you, you'll be fine and one of the other things like i like to do is as soon as you get to the shoot just take some warm-up shots it, literally it could be a, totally. a, of a coffee cup totally yeah. it doesn't matter what it is just kind of get a feel uh, for your camera, for your settings, for the for the environment around you, the people around you, and then you're you're golden, you're set. Yeah, I do find, especially if I like haven't shot for a long time too, then I start getting those weird like that weird anxiety thing yeah. again, where it's like, bro, do you even know how to use your camera? Yeah, do you know do you know how to <laughs> shoot? Like, come on. If I'm shooting every day, then it just becomes pretty automatic, right? Yeah, where I'm like, right. shit, I know how to do this. I find too another thing that can really help you a lot though is just like if uh, if you are doing the same type of stuff right if you are working in the same types of areas like let's say you do weddings you know once you've done a few you start to get used to you know a b c and d what are the things that happen at a wedding you know what i mean yeah unfortunately for me and hopefully down the road i'll get more more of these types of shoots like i've only done one wedding shoot i've done any yet so yeah yeah. if you need a second shooter on a wedding let me know hey i got you yeah i'll let you know but yeah you're gonna get married anytime soon no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) put me on the spot um but yeah i mean like the, the next wedding I'm going to hopefully I do another wedding the next yeah. wedding I do yes I'll I'll kind of have an idea because I I had some experience but it's also been a, a few months right so it's not quite fresh in my head yeah. um which is why you know going back to um just preparing yourself right before the shoot like I even even like a day before the shoot I get anxious cuz I I I'm a perfectionist and I want to make sure everything is done right and I get the right shots, so I'm like thinking, okay, well, again, like what shots do I want to get? Um, how do I want to pose certain people and this mm-hmm. and that and different angles? I, I don't want to be boring with the same shots over and over and over again, right? Like you kind of have to mix it up a bit. Yeah. Um, and even when I tell the client, like I'm going to be providing you at this rate, <clears throat> excuse me, at this rate, 40 photos, I want to make sure they're 40 solid photos and not all the same different types of shots right like yeah i, I want to make sure it's true. it's a mix it tells a story um to get that variety because yeah. you only have one shot man like if it's an event that's happening one time like 
you only get one second birthday, right? Two year old birthday. You only get one, hopefully wedding, right? So (laughs) who knows? You only get one funeral unless you're a zombie or Uh, a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. You got me there. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, like I, I do find that, you know, having a target demographic, having something that you, you do a lot, you, you get more comfortable, especially if it's like an industry and you start to know the industry more. You start to know what people expect and yeah, just like the, the level of like kind of casualness to it too. Like one of the biggest things that I do, you know, I do like the, um, uh, events and concerts and all that stuff. Uh, but I've been doing a lot, quite a bit of work in like the food and beverage and like with, uh, you know, like chefs and I don't know the closest thing that we have to like celebrity chefs in Canada I guess um yeah shout out Joe Friday drop a shout out for him <laughs> so for like those types of, uh, yeah. of people that you shoot for like those chefs would you say you know them pretty well would you say you've shot have you shot with them multiple times like, yeah you have that comfort with them right definitely and within that industry like it's a lot more Like, you know, I've done some other like more corporate stuff within like food and beverage. People are just like more real, like they're more open to like jokes and stuff like that. They're more open to like, you know, you still like there's a level of definitely respect when you're when you're working with chefs and stuff like that. Like, to be honest, they do like it if you're like, yes, chef, yes, chef. They like they like that shit. And I I can indulge. (laughs) They also say yes, photographer. Yes, photographer. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, very rarely, very rarely. Um, But yeah, they do. They do take like that criticism or just like joking around well if they like do a bad take and I'm just like like John uh John Snopley, he owns uh Ascari, like I did tons of shoots with him and he would get get through a take and I'd just be like, No, John, that that was terrible. Like that was shit. That was honestly shit. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that certain you know, in a corporate uh corporate fucking setting or whatever, they they might be like more upset with that. But But see yeah. and that's and that's a good point that you make is is that comfortability with, with those people because yeah. like going back to my, my point with the the birthday the birthday candle. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I should have, and if I was maybe more comfortable with, with the people around me, I should have said, Hey, can we just do that again? Just, just light it up one more time. I feel like I need to get the shot again. I felt kind of embarrassed. that I didn't necessarily get the shot, even though it wasn't necessarily all my fault. I kind of felt bad. I didn't get the shot. Therefore, you know, I didn't want to kind of put it out there that, Hey, that wasn't how I planned it. Can we, can we do it again? Yeah, there is quite a bit of overlap like between being the like being the photographer and like directing you are kind of directing yeah no totally yeah Yeah. you definitely are and that is good because then you're starting to like gain those skills of a director and it's one of the toughest things ever to do and like uh i i shot my first uh short film recently it's probably out by the time this podcast is out if you guys check out the uh deformed lunchbox if you check out the uh unboxing gone wrong it's called something like that maybe if i remember i'll link it uh (laughs) down in the description but uh my buddy peter um just like amazing with uh with cameras and amazing at like putting shoots together and i i was really watching like how he directs and it's it's such a tough thing to do to direct especially when like stakes are high and like you're saying you only have one shot at something like we were doing some it's like a horror short film that we did you probably guessed with deformed lunchbox kind of a horror name anyways there's like blood and uh there's like effects and 
things like that. And you only have one shot at it. Like if you fuck it up, the, it's, like, it's over. That, yeah. that shit's all over the table. Like you're not redoing the shot, man. Like it, it's not happening. You don't have another tablecloth. So no. like that's it. And just the way that he's able to be like, because you have to tell people we're doing it like this, but you have to do it in a way where you're nice enough that they want to do it and they're going to give you like a good performance. Cause like, that's what we need to get. We need to get a good performance, but we need to get the shot too. And that's, that's one of the hardest things. Like that's the thing that will kind of keep me going throughout all this stuff. Like you said, I, 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 maybe you don't want it to be too easy. You don't like structure it too much. Cause then it gets too easy and then it's less creative and, like some things, yeah, you figure out it gets boring. I can set up a tripod like a million <laughs> times and my camera so far has not fallen off the tripod, but uh, don't even, wood. don't, uh, I shouldn't even say sorry. it. Is this wood? I don't know. Uh, Anyways, let's hope it is. I shouldn't even say it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things that like always keeps me going is like, shit, like you could, you, you're, you're going to get better at being a better director. And that's like one of the the coolest things to be good at, you know? And that's something, yeah, like I said, that's something I'm working on and, and I, I feel for any photographer, whether you're 10 years into it, a couple yeah. days into it, um, I, I feel like the best avenue to go is is street still before you kind of find your avenue into, you know, is it a, a, a events you want to do? If it is, what type of events are you kind of want to focus on a little yeah. bit more? Yeah. But just kind of get that comfortability, comfortability with people, especially unknown people. Um, I think it goes a long way. Totally, man. Are there any other, uh, what are we at here? We got like a 40 minute podcast. Are there any other things that you can think of kind of like just quick ones that we can jump into any other like tips that will help you, uh, help you as you, you know, get further into your photography career, how you can feel less anxious, be a little bit more in the moment. Yeah. I, I think, um, not even on the actual shoot itself, but just put your content out a little bit more. True, I, I know, true, I know yeah. for me, uh, when I spend some time in Lightroom and I'm editing and I'm like, ah, oh, is this good? Is this not good? What are people going to think about this? Um, and then I kind of just throw it on Instagram and then all of a sudden a photo I thought was, eh, yeah. people love, right? Your, pho your photography is awesome. Man. I appreciate like, it, man. I appreciate that's, it. That's why you're here is because hey. it, it is honestly really good. And appreciate I could have done the, the whole show just like praising your photography. But yeah, your recent shoots like the the colors that you're able to get like the just your eye for like lighting and stuff the like depth of field that you the layers yeah. you put into I mean, photos it's really I, cool, I appreciate man. that and we've had this conversation before it's like like I, I pre again appreciate you saying that but for me I, I still feel like there's something about my my style or my shots mm -hmm. that I'm not quite getting right mm -hmm. and again maybe it's because I'm comparing myself to you know other what more well known photographers. Yeah. And I'm just falling into that trap of, uh, I wish I can kind of be a little more like this person or like that person. Yeah. Don't um, do that, but strive, strive to be better, but don't, yeah, you know. No, no, you're totally right. Um, but yeah, just again, getting your shots out, out there, it doesn't matter if you think it's great or not, just put it out there. Yeah. Let, let people be the judge for that, right? Totally. Like I get some nice comments, people just DMing me asking, you know, like they can't believe, yeah, some of the colors, like for instance, the... Um, Jeez, I already forgot what it's called, but something called like Love Me Till I'm Me Again, uh, which was just down on Dufferin and DuPont. It's not there anymore, unfortunately. But it's a bar? Uh, no, it was, um, like a I don't even know what you want to call it, but it was like, I guess, signage, um, okay. right? And I was able to get some nice 
colors from the sky, some nice pink tones. Yeah, uh, I just assumed if it, if it was there and then it was gone, I just assumed it was a bar. <laughs> no, it's no, no, no. Unfortunately, condos are going up there, yeah. so uh, yeah. they've they've removed that installation. But huh. but like you know, again, get some nice messages of people saying like, oh my god, like that's that's an amazing photo. Like, can I buy it? And when wow. people say that, it's wow. like, all right, like maybe there is something here. Maybe I should be putting out more things like this and i know it may also sound bad too but like sometimes the likes matter i know it has a lot to do with the instagram algorithms and what time you're posting what days you're posting but like if a photo i see is getting more likes than the next i start to question why yeah true why is it getting more likes is it the type of shot is it a more of a street shot is it the colors i'm using the different editing i'm doing Mm -hmm. um but then again that that just helps with the anxiety of are my shots good enough or my photos good enough just put it out there like let, yeah. let people be the judge if they're not great then you know i i welcome all constructive feedback right yeah like you really it, you really do got to publish your work like if you're making stuff and not putting it out like you're saying you know that strategy of using the gig that you just did to get the next gig like exactly. I, i'm a big proponent of that you know one way is just being you know talking to people while you're there hey what's up oh, how's it going yeah. Yeah. Be, being all small town and shit no, that's right? right yeah i mean for me though like i i'm not huge on yeah. putting my event work or my yeah. paid gigs out there yeah at least on my social media anyways just mm. because out of the respect for the client i yeah. mean if they allow me to then great yeah um, but see, I always put it in contracts that I oh, can really, do yeah? that. Yeah. See, I, I don't go with contracts. I just yeah. go with a quick e transfer, and yeah. we're good. We're yeah. done. Well, maybe we can talk. We, we I've done I've done a little bit of stuff on contracts before, but yeah, I do think like for the the fact that you showing that work in your portfolio is what's going to get you more work. Like no, if you if you right. can get them to yeah. you know sign off on that, saying like yeah, you've got the the right to put I this mean, in your yeah, portfolio. Yeah, if I get like a verbal yeah. agreement that that they would allow me then yeah. i'll do that i'm not too worried about yeah, that. yeah true either way you know um, but yeah. if it's like you where you're doing like bigger shoots with like some chefs and insurance companies like yeah definitely yeah. get that in writing yeah. right yeah and then um, you know you can put that stuff out and it, do- it does help quite a bit like especially when you need a specific like portfolio piece yeah. and someone's like oh have you done this particular thing have you done cocktail video exactly. you don't want to be like oh i don't know can i show them that or not or yeah, whatever no, that's, yeah that's it kind of helps uh, another thing that I would say is like really good, um, you know, in terms of just like a strategy for, uh, for you know, being a little bit more confident, being a little bit uh, less anxious. Like, I think if there's a type of photography that you want to get into, like, let's say that you really do want to start shooting models or you really do want to start shooting weddings going in as the second shooter is a perfect way to way do that right yeah. like i've been second shooter on stuff and like i don't care i don't need to be again like the mr big shot like oh it's my no, thing no, it's i don't just, give a uh, fuck dude like experience right? yeah totally like if i haven't really done that type of shoot before i'm happy to go with someone who's like a little bit more experienced than myself like when you came on the the saint andrews thing um, you know, you were able to uh, start doing more video stuff. Like you want to get into video, you've got the exact same uh, freaking camera as I do. It's like perfect, it's yeah. really good for for video. And uh, you know, if you had to go through all of that and all of the negotiations with the client and the everything and organizing the whole thing, it probably would have been overwhelming. But the fact that you just got to come in, shoot it and give me the SD card and leave, it's a good like icebreaker, right? Of like, totally. oh, okay, this yeah. is, let's actually go kind of experience it. No? 
No, it worked yeah. great. Especially even like, even you just sending me the, the email, um, which the client had sent mm. with, as far as like all the deliverables they were expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I found that was really helpful too. Right. Cause I, I mean, I expected that, but also I wasn't sure what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just kind of like, I was watching you a lot. I know nice. that sounds weird, but I was watching you a lot, kind of how you're doing things and uh, how you're setting up your equipment, uh, how to use the gimbal. That was pretty cool. <laughs> well, that's a tough one, man. I, yeah. The next day, literally, I was so close to buying a gimbal. Yeah, I stopped yeah. myself, though. It was... Yeah. Oh, man. It's, yeah, it's... I bought a gimbal, and then I returned it for a, a twice as expensive gimbal. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's but dangerous. I, it's a dangerous game, it. man. It is a dangerous game to get into. Oh. And yeah, I would say, like, another one, aside from, uh, you know, if you got one more, we'll, we'll, we'll make it the last one, because, you know, you're the guest and shit. Uh, having like a photography mentor, someone who you like look up to, that was a big one when I started getting into it. Uh, my buddy Pavel, um, you know, he, he was doing a lot of shoots. He was so driven. Like he just had his apartment to, he didn't have a studio or anything. He would fricking take his bed, put it up on the wall, put a curtain over it. And he would turn his whole like lights up backdrop turn the whole place into a studio and like invite models over and shoot and they like they would be none the wiser that he even lives there right it would be like no this is my studio like yeah and just like the his drive his love for it his passion like really inspired me and i could ask him a lot of questions you know just to to get myself started in the game alexi is another person um you know who doesn't really listen to podcasts so he (laughs) he probably won't hear this um but yeah he definitely and i tell him in real life too you know that that he's a boss he, he helped me a lot in terms of just like, yeah, really taking this serious. Like it's his full-time job. It's all he, like he doesn't do other shit, right? Other than play Dungeons and Dragons. No one gets paid for playing. I don't know. Some people do. I don't know how the fuck they do that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he like got me into it and, uh, you know, was someone who I could go, go to for advice and just like, man, like how do I actually do this? Should I be like afraid to do this? Should I try this? Like, being open with someone who is open with their ideas, someone who actually, uh, you know, is interested in, in helping you, has the time to help you and, you know, doesn't view it as this thing of like, Oh, it's got competition, competition. Cause I hate that shit. Like, I I don't know. There's plenty of shoots out there. You know, if you're shooting a birthday party, I'm not going to look at those photos and be like, I should have been mine. Oh, Uh, I should have had that. I should have been missing that shot of the candles. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I'm, I'm just not like that. Yeah. Like, and it, 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 honestly, it's better for me if I can teach someone something. Like, if I can teach them how to shoot video, how to use a gimbal, whatever, totally. yeah. how like how to light something better, then I can bring them on a shoot, and the fucking video is gonna look better. So, yeah, that's one thing. Like, it, uh, if there's someone who you know maybe they're a little bit, uh, you know, like like Alexi was to to me at a certain point, and Pavel and stuff like that. If they have a little bit more experience than you then why not benefit from that if they're willing to to share some stuff oh, right i love yeah. that yeah and just to just to jump off of that um and again i touched on it earlier but really if you're struggling with social anxiety in, in photography I, I think the best thing you can do especially if you're starting out is to find someone to come with you right whether yeah. it's if it's just walking down the street with your camera whether it be your girlfriend, your friend, um, just walk with them, have a conversation with them, just take some clicks every now and then, you know, talk about your shots or, or, or what you're looking to get. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, for me, especially early on, I remember there was one time, um, this is when I first started photography. And again, it was mainly in street photography. Um, I, I, I carried around a 250 millimeter lens 
And at that point, you feel really weird, especially in public, right? Like, why does this guy have this big-ass camera, right? And I was, like, so far away, but I was taking photos of, like, these these guys that doing skateboard tricks. And people are walking by looking at me like, what's this guy doing? Like, it almost looked like I was hiding in a bush. I wasn't actually hiding in a bush, but I was behind a few trees. Like, I don't want anyone yeah. to see me. I don't want anyone yeah. to see me. But, like, after a while, again, it just it feels normal. Yeah. Um, again, shooting with uh, other photographers, like you said, like, again, I'm going to go back to West NJ because we've been on a few photo walks uh, now. And just having that conversation of, um, you know, how how we do certain things or what we like or what we like to shoot, what we don't like to shoot. Yeah. Um, and Jay has got a really good eye and yeah. he'll be like, yo, Mike, do you see that? You see that? You see what I'm seeing? I'm like, yeah, I see what you're seeing. I got to pull up my camera. got to shoot it. Again, I, you don't even think about other people at that point. You just think about that person you're with and you know what I mean? You start to feel more comfortable and that just translates into any other shoots, um, whether it be, you know, events or walking down the street. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great point, man. Very good point. Yeah, like lean lean on other people too, man. Yeah, like, yeah, and you know, try to if there was a more apt uh, fucking message for this podcast, have photography friends. You know, have photography <laughs> friends. Yes, this is the perfect podcast. That's to find the those podcast. Friends. That's right. That's true. You'll find them. They're they're guests on this show. I don't want to do the show by myself. No, uh, hey, I mean, hey, the photography community <laughs> is a great community. So totally is, man. No one's going to turn anybody down. It's the no only people I can. The only people who understand me anymore. Yeah, and no one else knows what f stop is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> you're like i think it's a uh, number on the camera not think, sure what it does what it t- no, i think it makes shit more blurry or i don't fucking know <laughs> anyways yeah the last one that i have in my notes here if all else fails if you really can't get over your social anxiety just drink hey yeah no that's that's a good point <laughs> Jeez, but not if you're getting paid though i mean you might want to stay away from that wait till the shoot's done then right. start drinking no honestly i've been on some shoots where like it's like a photo shoot and like the the client just feels nervous and i'm like is there some vodka in the house like let's give your hey, give your client some vodka there or you go glass of wine you know something just like calm that calm everybody down calm their nerves calm That's everybody right. down and love it's it. good <laughs> love it. uh yeah man uh another thing that i love is that you were on this podcast so thanks for thanks being on yeah the show, thanks bro. thanks again for having me really appreciate it yeah it was fun man you, Sweet, you didn't seem up. like you were anxious at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I am an anxious person, but yeah. no, we're good. We're when, comfortable. When you're talking photography and you're with friends, then it's you're all good. You're talking about right? things you love. Yeah, you're yeah. with friends, good company. Everything's fine. It's Everything's true, good. Man. Uh, before we get out of here, do you want to plug any shit? You got some shit to plug? No, Instagram. I, I guess just my Instagram, yeah. Mikey Medeiros, M-I-K-E-Y, Medeiros, M-E-D-E-I-R-O-S. And yeah, that's where you can find me. That's where you can talk shit about my photos if you want to talk shit. Um, You're one of those people or, who likes criticism, which we don't get on Instagram. You never really do, right? No, so, I, I appreciate the criticism if it's in a message, not blatantly not out in my comments. Like, come, on, comments. come on, come yeah. <laughs> on. The framing's a little off here. No, but so far, <laughs> so far that hasn't happened. But who yeah. knows? Someone watching this maybe, maybe will. I don't. I don't some... mind. You guys can criticize me, raise the comments. <laughs> I don't care. It's all good. Yeah. No, but... I just find on Instagram people just put like a, a smiley emoji and a, a fire, and you're like, that doesn't help me get better at photography. But I appreciate it anyways. Yeah. Just yeah. constructive feedback is always good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, stuff for I got to plug some stuff. You know, this podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, photo underscore friends underscore pod. Mikey will send me some of his uh, his favorite photos that he ever took, and I'll put them up there Sweet. and I'll tag them. Uh, so you guys can check out some of his work. What else? Uh, if you rate us on Apple Podcasts, my phone turned off, so I got to do this all 
from the brain, but I'll remember it all. Oh, Apple Podcasts, no. you can you can uh, go on there. You can leave uh, reviews. Helps the show a lot. Apparently, most people listen to it on Apple Podcasts. We do have some uh, women in the stats, I've noticed. We used to have like nice. 2% women, and now we're at like kind of 20, 30%. We're getting there, yeah. We're getting there. there. I don't know. If I keep having handsome men like you on the show, yeah. Hey, I'm taking, I'm taking. Ah, I'm he's taking. taking. He's taking. <laughs> <laughs> but can keep keep listening. Um, anyways, uh, and what else? CloudSpot, guys. Uh, it's a great deal. This guy uses it. I use it. All the photographers in this room who are taking photography real serious are using CloudSpot. You can click that link. You can get 50% off. Mikey. Before we go, we need a something random, oh just a God. random, just a random thing, whatever the first thing that comes to mind. I'm going to leave that in your hands. I'm walking over here. If it's uh, if it's something terrible, then you're responsible. All right. Something, ra- something random. I mean, I don't have anything random, but uh, all right. Uh, I don't know. Shout out uh, CloudSpot. I don't know. <laughs> all right. That's Can we, fine. Is that, is that, does that work? Good enough.